Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the mind of MacTastic. What's the topic? Being a kid again. So I spent about, oh boy, maybe like 20 minutes sitting and thinking to myself, what do kids do? Like literally, what are they doing right now? Most of them. They're at home, not worried, or maybe bored and worried, who knows? But I start to think more like, what do they really do daily? They have no big problems in their lives, do they? Think about it. Let's pick an age group. Maybe like first graders to like, I would say almost high schoolish, maybe. Middle high school, like 9, 10 graders, 11 grade. Maybe even seniors in high school, 18-year-olds. No, 16, 15, maybe younger, right? What do they do? They have no problems. They're free out there. But even the younger ages, elementary schools, they go home, do their homework. Their weekend is full of fun. The goal of the parents, of course, is have these kids be living daily, doing something with them. Because most of our generation is on phones now, which is good, but then they're on their butt. You know, I see a lot of videos of parents smashing their Xbox or taking the phone away from the kids and says, go play outside. That's your new PlayStation. <laughs> no more Xbox. It's sandbox time, you know. And so I started to understand that a lot of kids are free minded because what do the kids do a lot? They ask questions. Mom, why are we doing this? Hey, Dad, how did you do that? Or, man, I want to learn to do that. And you see a lot of kids... Uh, in your families or in your friends and you hear them oh my son cooked with me today oh my daughter helped me in the yard my son helped me put the car together oh we went shopping together my son helped me uh uh clean the house you're hearing kids become more engaged because they want to and they're open to different things eventually in time they'll find their you know their environment that they enjoy but at the young age, what are they doing? Everything. They're asking a lot of funky questions. They're always active, always energetic. And then I asked myself, how about us adults? No, you know, I would say maybe even after college age, general college age is 22, 23, 25 even. But after in your 30s, most of us are working. We're not active anymore. And I'm not saying physically. I'm talking about mentally with our brain. We're not asking questions anymore. Let's be a kid again and ask random questions. And here's the funny thing I learned. There are no stupid questions. There's like stupid answers that have no results. Like you tell somebody, somebody's going to ask you, a kid's asking you questions and you give them an that's and, and you tell them that's because that's the rules. That's a stupid answer. For any age, if an adult asks an adult a question and I tell them, because that's what the boss said. Or a child asks you and you're the mom and you answer your child, well, because I'm your mom. That's a very stupid answer. And then we teach these kids that no matter what the answer is, you listen to the authority. And then they become adults that only listen. That's sad. Until the parent or the responsible adult that's talking to a child or talking to another adult or to someone younger than them or even older that we respond with what? Clarity. 
practical, realistic answers. We don't lie to them. And if we don't know the answer, guess what we have to do now? We have to be a kid again. We got to research. Because a lot of adults say, that's the rules, like I just said a minute ago. That's the regulations. That's life. I'm the boss. I'm your mom. I'm your dad. I'm your guardian. Don't don't talk back to me. Just do what I say. We're teaching kids and even adults to not question. And so, I'm going to tell you again. Go grab a pen and paper and let's make a list of questions we have. This is your project for the week, for your life, daily. You have a question about food and nutrition. You write it down. Guess what we have now, guys? We have social media. Post your question. And let's get some good answers because the people that love the type of question you put will answer it. If it's about how do I help my child when math in math when I'm not good at it? Is there a good website for me to learn? A good YouTube video? I want to be a good uh, teacher. Any advice from other teachers how to get better? I want to learn about um, the best vacuum cleaner. Someone's going to tell you this is the best one. They might even tell you why it's the best one. So many questions. How, what's the good recipe for? What's the good food for? How do I do this when? And that's great questions. We need to find answers. Because if we just say, oh, because that's what my mom said, or that's what my boss told me to do, that's what my one trainer out of millions of trainers told me to do, that's what this mechanic is right, he knows every, she knows everything, come on. So get that paper, get that pen, and let's take a quick break, and I'll be back with you in a, mo- in a moment. And I'm back. What's up, what's up? So I said get a paper and pen, because we're about to talk about things we want to learn about. Like I said, being at home in my previous podcast, being at home is awesome. Now it's time to say to ourselves, what are we going to learn being at home? Are we going to learn about problems? The news again? Oh, let's turn on the news. What's new today? Who died? When? Where? How? Now it's time to find questions we have and write them down and find answers. And find solutions. And find solutions that have results that we can learn from and improve upon those results. Because remember, you might say to yourself, I just put together a dresser or I put together this part of a car or I figured out how to do this. Well, guess what? Someone knows something better. Let's do more research. Right? You made your mac and cheese and somebody said, let's add this type of this. Or you made this unique meal or you created this new behavior. You read this good book. And somebody said, you know, you like these books? Have you ever heard of this book? Whoa, no, I have. You know what I'm saying? Or you wanted to be a teacher and you are a teacher and your friend or someone recommended you to read this book that made you a better teacher. See, there's always ways to improve. And I think it's important for us to, again, being a kid again is key. Look at your child. What are they doing? Nothing negative. Nothing that they haven't learned from you. They're doing everything they learned from you and your teachers. That's what I mean. They're doing things that they've learned. So if we teach them to use their brain to question, to learn, to research, and not just accept, guess what we become? A kid again. Kids do that. Do you notice? They keep asking and agreeing with you. Let's teach ourselves and our children something, not just to agree, but to keep asking. 
That's the purpose of life. Right now we're dealing with what? The coronavirus. We're not asking anything. We're just getting answers over the same uh, solutions that are repetitive. How about, do you guys know what are kids doing that we should be doing? Asking why, 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 when, how, where, when, why. We're not asking. We're not asking how do we keep our immunity strong now. Wash your hands, that's it. How about your body inside? How about our brain? Do we need to do more meditation? Should we do specific exercises? Should we go to sleep earlier? Is there a website or a program or something to keep us active? Nobody's talking about that. Because that's not the job of the media. The job of the media is to fear. So like children, they just jump around in the puddle. They don't think. Well, we have the ability to think, but let's also act. Like right now is April. We're still locked up for another month. The world's going to change, but not in a way that we allowed it to. We need to stop allowing these so-called, what do you want to call them? Humans that think they run the show and let them run the show. They're not our nothing. They've not proven to the community and to the world that they know what to do. Because I live in neighborhood, I don't live in neighborhoods. I live in a small area that if I go, I don't know, three, four miles down the road to the next, I wouldn't say, city. Guess what happens? It's a city that's very low income and unsafe. But why aren't we focused on improving our neighborhoods? Because that's called population control, city control, environment control. That way everybody's against another fear. Oh, I'm afraid to go to that neighborhood. They might rob me. I don't like that neighborhood. It's too expensive. There we go. Separated by numbers. Separated by race. Separated by religion. So you wrote down the things you got to do. Now be a kid again. Forget. We have no problems, guys. We can't change the world until we start to change our behavior and prove to ourselves, wait a minute. I just lost 20 pounds in a month. I just saved money. I sleep better, and if I could change myself, I could improve other lives, and I could change the world. What are we waiting for? I'll tell you what we're waiting for. Someone to tell us what to do. Be a kid and act. Be a kid and live, and be a kid and question everything. Until next time, guys, don't forget, close your ears from the negative, not negativity, right? Close your ears from the repetitive fear. Because there's always a problem daily. Oh my God, traffic. Oh, the gas is up again. Oh my God, there's no water. Oh my God, I didn't sleep. Oh my God, I had an argument. Great, you found new problems. Now it's time to find solutions to fix these problems so we can find deeper problems to fix those and get better, not at just life, but at living. Believe that.